Hello, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. I'm out. I'm on a trip. I'm uh, traveling around. I made it out to Eastern Oregon. I've been camping out now for one night, and I got some gear tips to go over, some stuff that I had kind of prepped in advance of my trip out here, and some stuff that's worked out to help me out uh, staying out here in the cold. I got to tell you, it's cold. It's wet. It's uh, been wet. It's um, wintertime. There's a lot of a lot of cold, a lot of sagebrush, a lot of wind, a lot of clouds, uh, a lot of photographs too. So it's been kind of fun. I've been liking making some progress on some photo stuff. I've been actually kind of finally able to shoot some video stuff that I've been wanting to get produced for a long time. Uh, so that has been an advance and I'm happy that that has occurred. Today though, I wanted to focus in on the, a set of equipment tips that I was talking about, a few little things that have, uh, have helped me out on this one. First one, uh, is one that I've been doing for a couple months now, but I have a lighter and it's got on it a, about, about a foot of duct tape. Actually on this one, it's gorilla tape. It's sort of a little bit more tacky. And then I've got my pocket knife in my pocket all the time, but uh, I have this, I have this, um, this regular Bic lighter and then it's got about a foot of duct tape sort of wrapped onto the handle of the, the Bic lighter, just across the Bic lighter itself. That stays in my pocket all the time. I've got another one like that in my bag too, but while I was out kind of hiking around and walking and stuff, I'm able to grab that tape and then uh, use it on anything that I need at the time. So if I have like a rip or a tear or something else that I need that I'm able to get at that at any time and I just have access to it. And it's been really cool. I've actually like found a bunch of uses for that. Some of it's been while I was fishing. Uh, uh, I got my fishing license a while ago and I was able to hit some lakes and stuff that are stocked with trout throughout the winter time. It's been kind of fun out on this trip too, you know, just like some of these weird East Oregon stuff. I'm not going to be able to make it back to this lake for probably years, you know, as it kind of goes. I mean, I thought I was going to do this like four years ago and uh, it's been four years since I've been out into this spot or, you know, this area to go to these or to go to this little pond lake out here, which is pretty remote, but, uh, but yeah, has some stocked fish and stuff and it's cool. Um, yeah, like throwing some tackle together or throwing some kit together and, uh, having access to one, a lighter. So you have fire and then two, like you have the tape and stuff to wrap up to kind of secure whatever, I don't know, whatever kind of stuff might happen, but really a lot of incidentals and stuff seem to happen out here. One thing I noticed out in the desert specifically, and this happened just the other day, is a cut on my finger. Now I have some super glue that's packed into an ammo can that I have over on the side, and that's uh, probably the first one I, I went to. I also have my first aid kit and some bandages and stuff like that, but uh, what I did for the time is uh, I had to, because I was just kind of out with my backpack and stuff, but uh, I got it like wet, so I got to clear out, and that's a tough thing. Like out here in the desert and stuff, my hands are like penetrated with dirt you know like uh, there's dirt on my nails there's dirt on my hands uh, so as soon as you get like a cut on the finger it's uh yeah it's, you know it's just like gonna be a dirty a, it's just gonna get filled with dirt which is bad and that's sort of where you can get like some like little infections and stuff like that that end up being blood poisoning that end up being kind of larger problems that you didn't want to have while you were out on a four-day hike in the desert and you just i don't know cut your finger on a rock stick your knife that's normally what it is is you cutting with your knife and then you know some some nick or slip or whatever happens uh, i think i kind of like uh, clipped it on something that i was grabbing at it wasn't my knife this time uh, but it was a piece of metal that was mine and as i grabbed it it kind of like uh, poked and and then i got a cut shoot ouch so i uh was able to while i was out travel i was like hiking around i had my backpack with me i didn't have my uh, first aid kit that's back in the truck i don't really need it it's just a little scratch on my finger and stuff but i was able to wash it out with the water ball that i had uh, i was able to do a much better job at this with actual antibiotics and stuff later on but i was able to yank some tape off of that and throw it on uh, and uh, kind of bandage up my thumb right away which was uh, fantastic then i was able to uh, use some antiseptic and stuff later clear it out Super glue it, which is fantastic for those finger cuts. 
uh, you can kind of put a little super glue on there and it'll seal up that right away as long as you know, not a lot of blood contact or something, but to, um, for like a light kind of superficial cut into the skin at the top, I was able to put a little super glue on there and then, uh, that dries up pretty fast. It sort of seals it together. And then additionally to that, I, I wrap it in a bit of tape and the tape works pretty good for like an outdoor bandage. It had like a, a little bit more stick to it and it was able to kind of seal up there a little bit more. You got to watch it a little bit, sort of like bandages and stuff. You don't want to get I don't know, anything else, but, um, but yeah, it worked pretty good uh, for some of the stuff that I was doing out there. In addition to that, I got the tape really most of the time is for uh, for stuff that I'm doing for like uh, trying to like hang stuff up on trees or uh, trying to get stuff set up while I'm uh, trying to, to do some work stuff or set up a marker or something. I, uh, I brought uh, I did some like 22 target shooting and stuff out there while I was uh, out traveling around on the public uh, BLM land and stuff. And so I, I set up a target at like, say, 50 yards or something. And then uh, I didn't bring a staple gun with me to staple on the paper targets that I've got. But I have this uh, tape with me. And so I walked in there. I was like, oh, okay. So I cut a strip of tape and then uh, was able to throw it on to, to kind of tape this stuff. But uh, it's sort of that stuff that it comes in pretty useful for. A whole bunch of stuff that I've been, uh, been able to kind of find with it. Um, the other one is, uh, man, while well, I've been out here, like uh, most of the time it's pretty dry and cold, which is okay. But it's sort of got like a wetness to it a lot of the time too. So it has come through and it rained a couple or, you know, it's just kind of like wet out here enough that uh, as you move around for a while, you kind of have like a bit of dampness to you. And um, I don't know, it just kind of gets like wet over time. Most of the time it kind of catches on the jacket on the outside. But one thing I was noticing is trying to take a lot of opportunities to dry out clothes to specifically, I guess, dry out socks. This happened more when I was out around the lakeside and the water early in the morning, I guess like more humidity or dew or something like that, but just sort of a more like, I guess, uh, wet experiences that was a lot of the time though. It can be real wet out here. Um, so it's, uh, even though it's a desert, I know it's, you know, it's wintertime and stuff, and um, it's really cold and damp or something. It's different than wet, though. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I've been trying to dry out some stuff and trying to rotate some things around so that I'm staying dry and pretty warm, and that's uh, been pretty helpful. There is snow out here in a lot of spots, too. So, I mean, it is, there is wetness. There is ice. There is a lot of cold. And, uh, yeah, a lot of that snow that's kind of been piled up, even if some parts of the days are like above freezing, a lot of the snow has just sort of stayed in the shade, stayed intact, stayed frozen for, I don't know, however long it's been since the snowed last. And at these elevations, it's probably pretty frequent that it gets some cold weather or some overnight rain and snowfall and stuff that kind of gathers up. And, uh, and you see it in a lot of spots out here, um, kind of all over in the hills and stuff. And especially for, for the distance and stuff traveled, it's like, oh, well, yeah. There's some water, there's some rain, it's something like that in the wintertime, so it's happening. But uh, but yeah, trying to stay uh, as warm as I can, trying to remove my boots and stuff uh, kind of near the evening and switching to like different shoes if I've gone on like a long hike. I've been trying to do that a bit, uh, and that's all been pretty good. Oh, another piece of gear that I've been using a ton on the days out and stuff. I get my uh, my camera bag set up, I get my like coffee or something like that in the morning going. And then I, uh, I break open a couple packages of those hand warmers. You can get those hand warmers anywhere. Sometimes the, the foot warmer packages are like a little... Uh, a little easier to use of a shape. Those are sometimes more expensive too, but I get those hand warmers. You can get those in bulk. Costco's got them. Buying Mart's got them all over. Every, every store has got them, but, uh, but breaking those open and then throwing those in the pockets or throwing those into the, the toes of my shoes have been really helpful. The pads for the foot ones work better because they're like a little more flat and they kind of don't obstruct the, the, the placement of your foot and your shoe as much, but, uh, trying to put, yeah, some kind of like warming piece like those uh, hand warmers and stuff into my socks that works great or uh or down uh, kind of near my foot or something but yeah anything to kind of keep uh, 
keep parts of my feet warm has been uh, pretty cool for some of the hikes and stuff out here. And uh, kind of like I was talking about, I got out here pretty early. I try to get up pretty early in the morning so I can get out away from camp um, before the sun comes up so I can kind of get some dynamics and some of the, the stuff that I'm trying to photograph. And uh, and that's been pretty cool. I've been trying to do that. The hand worker warmers are working great. Uh, it's also working great on like the fishing trips and stuff too. That's really what I was trying to do super in the early in the morning the other day as I try to take off and then um, hit the fishing spot throw some casts and stuff and uh, really you're just sitting there and stuff and that's really what you're doing with a lot of the photographs too is you're just kind of getting set up you're sitting there with the tripod and the camera sometimes uh, you kind of have the ease with uh with the photography to not have to be quiet or be still or be kind of concentrated on you know the fish and the fishing experience specifically and you can kind of like uh roam around and keep moving and keep your legs moving and stuff but uh but yeah with the fish and stuff it's been super necessary for me to just uh, kind of re- rely on those uh those little hand warmers and that uh, that propane heater when I can. I went out the first time without it. I think the next time I go fishing in the morning, I'm going to bring that propane heater all the way down with the little, you know, little portable kit next to me so I can sit on the dock and uh, <laughs> crowd the heat there. But uh, but as it was yeah the other day, it was just uh, it was just holding on to the uh, the the heat from the hand warmer as best I could, and that was uh, you know sort of all, all I had going on. But um. I was also doing, well, let's see. So I have this, um, I have this headlamp flashlights. I talked about flashlights on another couple podcasts a while back. I got a couple, um, like having a handheld flashlight that works really well. And I also really like having my headlamp on, uh, on trips where I'm backpacking and kind of traveling stuff out of, uh, out of my backpack or even out of the car and stuff. I like having the, the bigger flashlight around and, and that's a, you know, kind of always just a couple of feet away. And so I can go grab that. But at nighttime having that headlamp around, so you have like your, your two hands free and anywhere you look, you have, um, you have your light, you know, that's uh, that's always great. But, uh, when I go to bed, I, I normally have like the, 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 you know, like the, the full handheld flashlight around somewhere, but I've also been kind of trying to, uh, learn this trick where you take your headlamp uh, take it off your head. Sometimes I would just wear it around my neck as a necklace. That kind of get tangled up on me when I was in my sleeping bag sometimes and not always be that comfortable. But I wanted to have the headlamp around so I could grab it at night when I woke up and I needed some light to do something. Um, what I like doing though is, uh, is kind of taking it on my left hand or right hand. I guess if it, if it interferes with your watch or something, you can do, do the other side. But uh, I kind of loop it over my hand and then I sort of... Um, sort of strap it up like uh, twice, you know, sort of uh, cross it over like a figure eight of the loop. And then I kind of cross it over my hand again. And then I do that once more until it's uh, kind of just like a tight wrap up on my wrist. And then I've got my headlamp sort of strapped up on my wrist while I'm sleeping. And it, I, it, you set it up so it's pretty comfortable. It's not, uh, not overly tight or anything. But then if you wake up and you need to hit your light real fast, you just go right to your wrist, you hit your button, and then boom, you got your torch on. Uh, right away but i've been trying to do that while i've been camping out in the tent and uh whatever i wake up at in the middle of the night boom i can grab <laughs> grab a hold of my light and get to whatever i need pretty quick but um but kind of doing that for the overnight stuff and um i haven't been in snow yet but uh the spot that i drove up to to camp first was snowed in like as you kind of like are creeping up the road you're sort of gently leveling up in elevation and then by the time you get like kind of up to the camping area you're in the snow zone so there's like a couple inches of snow that's been there for however long through the winter time i gotta wait a couple months for it to melt out and then dry out before i can camp there again but what i was noticing when i was up there is um, i decided not to camp there and i went back down to a drier spot that i could uh, have a little bit easier access to kind of move around but um, it was good for me for the time uh, but what I was noticing, though, is, yeah, uh, 
and this had happened to me at another time where I was camping out before in the car years ago now outside of Yosemite. Uh, but I had uh, the truck. I went to bed, and then overnight it snowed, snowed a couple inches, and then it covered all the stuff that I had, and it kind of disappeared it under the snow and stuff. So uh, it kind of made it like a hassle to try and find a lot of the small things, a lot of like little tools and stuff were difficult to find. I think I ended up finding it all. You know, it wasn't a, a huge deal, but it was like a hassle and it was kind of messy and stuff. So uh, I'm kind of trying to like watch myself for when an amount of snow is going to fall and that uh, I got like all my camp kit stuff in a spot where it's not going to get lost. Uh, if it drops underneath the snowfall while I'm out here, uh, kind of camping and traveling around and stuff. So I don't know. It's going okay, but uh, it's been pretty cool. Really beautiful spots out here. Really wide open skies and stuff. Really cool. Um, like, uh, I don't know, just like uh, these like high desert winter landscapes and stuff are really cool. I like these photographs. Uh, so it's cool getting to drive around really cold, really harsh kind of weather. Sometimes I'm wondering like, Hey, what am I doing out here? It's cold. I'm pretty far away from any towns. So I'm trying to kind of stay pretty mellow and pretty safe with a lot of it. Uh, and like a lot of this stuff, it, it gets kind of hairy out here, you know, like pretty quick, you can just kind of go from what seems to be like a pretty main highway to all of a sudden you're, 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 you're nowhere, you're 70 miles away from anything. And it's just kind of, uh, sort of weird, uh, I don't know, weird, weird landscapes, in the, uh, weird, uh, hazards in the landscape. Uh, so it's like a little less maintained than some of the stuff that we'd see, you know, alongside the national forest lands, uh, outside like the I five corridor or something like that. It's, it's just more remote than that out here. And uh, it's kind of cool. Not a lot of other people out here. You sort of see some farm trucks and stuff or some other people kind of, kind of doing their trips and traveling around, but, uh, pretty remote, pretty, pretty isolated stuff out here, but uh, it's nice. It's kind of cool. And uh, I'm happy to kind of get these, uh, these photographs in and, and uh, finally kind of do some stuff through the, uh, the winter weather and uh, do some camping. So I appreciate you guys checking out this episode of the podcast. I'll try and do another one while I'm out here and uh, we'll see how that one goes. But until then I'll talk to you guys uh, later and I'll recommend that you go to billynewmanphoto.com to see some of the work that I'm put, putting together. This stuff will probably be a couple of weeks before I put anything out from the new landscape photos I put together. But, uh, but yeah, some fresh stuff up on the, the blog, the website about uh, the packing list and stuff that I've been trying to put together for uh, traveling out to the Wahi, doing some, uh, some, just some packing list stuff about, you know, how to stay dry, how to keep your gear stuff set and straight. Some of this information about uh, some of the cool bits of gear pieces that I've been bringing along with me on some of these trips that have been helping out. But, uh, but yeah, some cool stuff on the website there. You can see uh, more stuff at the Instagram page, Billy, or sorry, it's uh, at Billy Newman on Instagram. And uh, probably does it for me today. I appreciate you guys listening to this episode of the podcast, and I will talk to you again next time. <laughs>